Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Freedom. The ingredients you need is Freedom, one ounce of Campari, two ounces of orange juice, one ounce of sparkling water or ginger ale. And what you're going to do to make Freedom is fill fill your glass with ice, pour all of your ingredients in, and then mix it up and enjoy some Freedom because we don't have it now. So you might as well have a taste of it. We sure don't have it. And I keep looking at myself on the camera and I'm like, it looks like I only have eyelashes on one side of my face. And I see why my mama told me to delete my story. But you know what? With this new wig on, you really can't tell that a lot of your lashes are gone. You can't. I don't know what the wig did. Uh Uh-uh. It just looks like you have like. Maybe because I have this side part, which was the idea. Because this one has more lashes than this one. So. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Welcome back to Cocktails or Discussions, you guys. Um, This week. We are recording remotely. Trying something different. It's getting real, real in these streets. People ain't feeling good. It's getting real, real in these streets. And, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but it seems like coronavirus is starting to get closer and closer to home. Like at first it was just like people far away have it. But now each day, like I'm friends are calling me like, oh my gosh, my friend's grandmother had it. Or one of my friends, his dad died from it. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is getting close. Yeah. Um, I have a relative. I have a relative who had it before. Um, but I don't know anybody who has it and nobody, I guess the closest person to me that I know isn't even a person close to me, but somebody at the studio that we normally record at having it, that was pretty close. And then a woman who lives, uh, not lives, who works in my building where the, um, where the radio station is, she had it. She was in a coma for a couple of weeks and she passed away over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if she had. This is crazy. I hope y'all are all yeah. staying safe. I don't know if she had anything already, but she was like fifty years old or fifty one. She's not even that old. So yeah, stay safe, people. I really hope y'all do stay clean. Wash them hands. Have yep. your prayer rail. Y'all need to be washing hands anyway. Um, I was gonna ask you. Kiki, have you been see- okay? Obviously, everyone is like always going live now. Like literally, mm-hmm. you get on Instagram, just everybody's live. But have you been seeing like the lives where dudes will get a live, put a girl on there, and she'll put they'll put her cash app at the bottom, and the girl will be doing like sexual acts or like making her ass clap or opening up her booty hole. Like the dude will be like, "Spread your booty hole open, spread your booty hole open, stick your fingers in it, yeah, 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 make it clap, make it clap." It is insane. You haven't seen it. No, is this like um the the closest thing I've seen to that is Lil Boosie and him having these girls on there and sending money to show titties and eat pussies and stuff. But I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And they're messing things up because I feel like I've been going live on the regular for a very long time. And now it's like um I feel like it's not as many people that can get on my live because everybody's fucking live. It's annoying. 
And I wonder if that's why it like kicks you off. Like sometimes I'm on and it'll just kick me off. After an hour? No, before oh, the hour. I don't know, maybe. And then if you go live, I was like, huh, that's weird. I haven't heard of that. I don't know. Um, I hope not. Everybody needs to chill out and find something else to do with their time. Like join our lives instead of trying to make your own. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you wasn't going live before, stop. Me <laughs> you know, I've been having a really hard time because I just feel like I'm hornier than usual lately. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm always pretty horny, but now it's like. It's becoming stressful. And I'm scared to go get more quarantine. Because wow. I'm just like, what What have you been doing? And where have you been? Who you been hanging out mm. with? I can't really police everybody. I can only police me. Then people have been sending me. I guess they were listening to like the past couple episodes we did. And they were sending me um, these long ass paragraphs about how I just need to stay home and don't be risking everybody's life just to get some dick. I'm sorry. I hear you guys. I understand the severity of it all. But maybe some of them just haven't had good sex. And I hate to sound like a bird and I hate to sound ignorant, but... You guys, everybody is not staying inside. I know that we're all supposed to. I know that that's what they want us to do. I totally get it. And I'm not taking it all the way light, but it's still like, let's be realistic. People need some human interaction. People are going to leave. They're going to do all sorts of other things besides just have sex. So let's all calm down. I hear you. I but will say when this first what? started, yeah, when it first started, I was like, I hear y'all, but I'm still going to, you know, I went and played volleyball, went to the park. I was out more. And now I have been like, all right, lock, locking it down a little bit better. I would like some quarantine yeah. too, but you're right. Like, you don't know who all they were around. Mm-hmm. And then my quarantine was at so the beginning. That toy. And so now I've just been in the house. Mine was at the, mine was the first day. <laughs> when was <laughs> your first day? First day? I don't remember it because my black ass was drunk. My first my day first was, day I was think, March 17th. supposed to be air. It was supposed to be what? My first day was whenever, like, the president said this is what needs to happen. Or whenever Mayor, Ke- Mayor Keisha said what she said. I can't remember. Maybe it was the 7th. Maybe it was the, was the 17th a Monday? The 17th was a Tuesday. The 16th was a Monday. Because I think she said something that Monday because it was when I got back, but whatever. What is time anymore? That's what I keep saying. Like, I don't know what any of this means. What is time anymore and what is beauty? Because a bitch is deteriorating. Girl. I I had to get my toes. I just had to pop a nail off because I only have a few left and I don't want them <laughs> sitting on here. So I'm like over here actively trying to lift these nails. I ordered a nail kit so I can try and do it myself because my nail tech that I go to, she's just like, I'm not taking more clients. And rightfully so. I didn't want to go to her either because you take too many clients. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dirty and that's in your hands. Ooh, and the nail polish. I just don't know what those chemicals are going to do. Anyway. Nothing has been going on. Is your mic picking me? Picking no, my voice because um, I'm re- I can hear you through my AirPods, but the mic is only like recording here. You don't have your AirPods in. I have my AirPods in, so it shouldn't pick know. me up. 
something. My name is Kieran. Okay, never mind. I thought I saw little waves. I was like, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, I don't have anything going on. Do you? Trying to stay sane? That's like mm. it. Trying to stay sane, trying to get in shape, trying to um, stay connected still. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I started working out too, and my body hurts, and I don't like this. And I'm very upset because I just wanted to get some work done. And this is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I digress. I've got one little nail. Wait, what? I said this is some bullshit because I I don't want to work out. I just wanted to get some work done and then work out after to like maintain. But I don't want to like get to my goal just by working out. But now I'm like, well, shit, I can't. I don't have another option. And the end is nowhere in sight because they're saying like April 30th. Grace told me that Virginia is saying June 10th. All of this, all of these dates, they don't even matter. I don't think that they're real. They don't know when we're going to be out of this. It's just like. There's truly no end in sight. And apparently, there's no end in sight for you guys' problems either. We have lots of advice emails. So this advice. week, um, honestly, I couldn't come up with anything. Nothing has been inspiring me. I've been searching high and low. I pulled out all my books and everything, like all these relationship books, funny stuff. And I was just like, nothing. So we're going to answer a bunch of the advice letters today. Um, and remember, if you want to send in oh, any advice you that you send it to, askcocktails at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm going to do weird sex. Okay, so before we get into the emails, again, that email for advice only. Don't send anything else there. Just advice. Don't send that advice anywhere else. Just to askcocktails at gmail.com. And uh, let me tell you guys about weird sex. So you said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. Yeah. Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So I thought that this was fake. And I'm still not 100% sure that it's all the way real. But have you ever heard of anybody using toothpaste as lube? I think they're on drugs. Anyway, so apparently there have been a lot of posts going around on Reddit. And on Reddit, they're saying that um, people have been using toothpaste for a lot of things. Not even just lube. I'll tell you some of the other things they're using it for too. But lube is a main one. And that can cause chemical burn. So over the past couple months um, this year, there have been all of these people talking about how they used it, whether it was on accident and they thought maybe, I don't know how you thought your lube was, your toothpaste was your lube, but okay. Toothpaste. Okay. But people have been using it. And all of these medical professionals, doctors, nurses, just experts in general, are telling people something that I didn't think you had to tell a person, which is that you don't need to be doing that. It will cause chemical burns. If you're having sex with somebody else, you could give them chemical burns and all sorts of other horrible, painful issues. It's like toothpaste can burn. If you've ever had a cut in your mouth and you, you get that, 
Listerine in there or toothpaste and it's just too strong. Or if you ever got a little toothpaste. Oh my God, in your that eye. is so painful. And it also can disrupt um, the balance, your pH balance in your vagina. And you could end up with bacterial vaginosis, BV, or you could end up with a yeast infection. Why the fuck are y'all using this? Is that the only thing left in the stores? I don't, I really don't understand. And then I also saw where people are using it. They are mixing toothpaste and Vaseline. And guess what they're doing with it? They, they, in their booty hole. they're putting it on their breasts to try and make their breasts grow. I don't know what kind of urban legend bullshit this is, but whoever told somebody to do that is wrong. Your titty's not going to grow because you rub some toothpaste and Vaseline on it. If anything, they're going to get irritated. No, these are people out in the free world. I'm convinced that a lot of these people are kids. They can't get to the store. They can't get out and buy stuff. Their parents are all over them. They're they're self-conscious about their small titties. And they're just doing anything. They're going crazy. Look, I'm about to try it. I'm about to rub a little toothpaste. Now, I just talked about chemical burns and everything. And here you go. If it works, so let me know because I could save a ton of money. <laughs> but that's it for weird sex. If y'all see any crazy articles, not satire sites, but any crazy articles or anything that you find interesting, you want me to look it up, email me info at kikisaysso.com. My nails are fucking ugly. This is disgusting. I can't go on like this. That's the only thing that is that is not deteriorating is my nails. And I don't know how. And I haven't broken one. They they kind of started growing up but they still look good but everything else girl my vagina is like a baby i'm gonna be honest and the people y'all can be mad about this too don't care um we're gonna have a group brazilian session (laughs) at my house i think next week (laughs) because you know lex works at european wax and somebody there who's supposed to be really good at waxing says she'll do a house call so let me know if you need to come (laughs) we can add you in but I wonder if she'll if she'll still take my wax pass. <laughs> no, <laughs> the place is closed. <laughs> You're not getting no wax pass. <laughs> Independent, but it probably won't cost much. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so All advice. Right. Y'all sent a bunch of advice. I'm excited to give y'all advice. There's so much. You got I one pulled up? Two. No, you go ahead. I'm about to pull up. What's the subject line? Up. Okay. This one is, thank God, it was negative. Okay. So she says, hey, ladies, I love, love, love you, ladies. I'm a very sexual person, and listening to y'all at work, I can relate to so many cocktails, child. And it truly helps me get through my eight hours daily. I recently started listening and instantly got hooked. Okay, let's get to it. Me and my life partner, been together 15 years, not married, have beautiful, have a beautiful 12-year-old daughter together. The sex life is bomb, and we have a bond like no other. However, due to our current life circumstance, due to our current life circumstances and a couple of hardships, our relationship has been a little rocky. Because he loves the good, but when shit gets real, he tends to stray away from it. And do whatever to take his mind off the real life shit with me. We have had some infidelity issues in the past, but he's the one that's very insecure. 
let likes like he'll get mad when a guy is looking at me insecure mm. oh mm. anyway i believe his insecurities are from the guiltiness or his actions or mm-hmm. okay enough about this toxic gas relationship recently i was doing laundry and i found a negative hiv test result in his back pocket so he just went and got tested about three weeks prior to me finding the paper. Now, bitches, bitches. I play about a lot of shit, but my life? Oh, hell no. So I woke this motherfucker up out his sleep and asked him about it. His ass got to saying how he told me he was getting it done and his doctor's appointment and a whole bunch of lying bullshit. Then he flips it on my stupid faithful ass talking about, plus, you've been moving different. I ain't crazy, nigga. Please. He called you a nigga? I always get mad when, like, a nigga calls me a nigga. I do, too. I don't like that. the next day, he comes to me and says, "Mm -hmm." so the next day, he comes to me and says, now, do you want to talk about it since I'm awake now? I mean, y'all, he was concerned because I cried and everything when I found it. He proceeds to say how he just got got it to make sure he didn't have anything because his job is dirty and blah, 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 blah. He apologizes for not consulting with me, but didn't think he had to. If I'm your only sex partner, then why wouldn't you feel the need to tell me? Hell, or even ask me to go with you. So ladies, what do y'all think? Is this nigga cheating? Is he gay? Hell, what the fuck? It's not sitting well with me because I don't know no nigga that just wake up and be like, hey self, today... I'm going to get tested for HIV. All I can say is, thank God the test was negative. But what the fuck? I feel like leaving this nigga. I forgot to mention the sex ain't the same because I'm side-eyeing this nigga and really don't trust this whole test and shit. And why the fuck you walking around with the shit in your pocket? Things that make you go, hmm, help ladies, how do I either move past this or what should I be thinking that I'm probably not? I really would love to hear you ladies' thoughts on this. Keep up the great podcast, besties. I have attached our most recent family pictures just so you can have a visual. Love y'all. Love you too, girl. And by the title of this, I thought it was going to be like a pre- about pregnancy. I thought it was going to be about pregnancy too. I didn't think it would be HIV. So here's what I think about it. You asked a couple of questions. First thing that I want to make sure that I say is, You said, is he gay? I just want people to stop jumping to that conclusion when they see HIV tests. Um, Gay, straight, bisexual, or one of those newfangled terms. He's fucking somebody else. Either he's, this is, and this is just what I think. He's either fucking somebody else already or he's thinking about it. And if he's thinking about it and hasn't done it, that other person, whoever they are, whatever their gender is, you know, whatever, they may have asked him for his results. And that's why he did it. Um, I do think that there's something fishy there because I couldn't imagine being married or just in a committed relationship, going to get an STD test, hanging on to the results 
not saying anything to your partner. Like what's really going on? He was either suspicious of you and he went to go do it anyway. I don't really think that's it, but it could be. I think that he wanted to get tested because he's been engaging in risky behavior. Number one, number two, you need to follow your heart. You talk about, you know, you don't, the sex isn't the same, all this different stuff. I'm sure it's not the same because you don't trust him. And if you're supposed to be in a committed relationship and you're sleeping with somebody and I'm sure you guys aren't using protection, um, it's not going to be the same. I think that you need to tell him that you don't believe him, that the trust is gone and y'all figure out either you're going to work past, work through this, uh, whatever the infidelity has been. I highly doubt he's going to tell you the truth, given what you already told us. But um, yeah. And why is he walking around with the results? Because he had to show somebody. <clears throat> I think that you need to listen to your gut. And your gut is already Yo. telling you that nigga is cheating. Yeah, it, it, I think he is cheating on you. And I think that he already did it and wanted to make sure maybe he didn't have anything. Um, I also think that when people say things like, oh, I play with a lot of things, but not my life. But then you say that and then you don't listen to your gut and then you you go and you have sex with him again when you know you don't believe what he's told you. So if you really don't play with your life like that, I'm so sorry, but you got to let that man go yeah, because he out here raw dogging hoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Husband or not. And then you also look at it like, I mean, granted, you might not want to get married, but if that you've been with him for 15 years, I think 12 years and y'all are y'all are it's you might need to just put him on some restrictions or leave that nigga because he's definitely raw dog and hose. he definitely is and he felt bad and was like let me make sure i don't give my my main something <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so what funny because on the video it keeps freezing and i saw you looking but yes i had to grab my hookah <laughs> okay you do okay so this one this one is a little bit different it's an old email, but we never answered it. Um, and I'm just going to read it so we get out the inbox. Okay, so this one says Dallas versus Houston. Now, I know that sometimes people get confused. I ain't never lived in Houston, and neither has Medina. So we'll just see how this goes. People be asking me, I'll be like, y'all. And when I lived in Dallas, I didn't live in Dallas. I lived in Grand Prairie. And I was not an adult, so I just feel like it's it's hard to tell. But let's see what the letter says. Okay, so I've been looking for a new job for a myriad of reasons, but a huge one is that I hate New York City. I'm a Jersey girl through and through, and not Jersey City or Hoboken, Jersey, real Jersey, where there is space and trees and you need a car to get around. When I first started looking for jobs, I was mainly looking in Houston. I have a couple of H-Town leads, but I have just been informed that there is an opportunity for me to transfer to Plano, Texas, right outside of Dallas. I work for an investment bank, and recently a lot of financial service firms have been opening offices in the South, like Florida and Texas, because New York City real estate is expensive. And I can imagine a few other reasons why they want to be in Texas. Okay, so I would be... Hold on. I don't know why people insist on driving their muscle cars so loud, but I can hear them through the window and that's ridiculous. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, so I would be a part of the first movers and I would be able to keep my salary and sis a New York city investment bank salary in Texas. 
Yes, and they pay for moving expenses. I'm not seeing the problem. Okay, so basically just wanted y'all's opinion. Not a job, really. I'm going to go wherever is best career-wise, but y'all talk about Dallas and Houston a lot. Which city do you like better in regards to lifestyle, things to do, men, anything y'all got, really? Okay, so what do you think about Dallas? Let's start with Um, that. I love Dallas. Like, Dallas is where... I want to one day own a home, and I hope I can raise my kids in Dallas. I absolutely love Dallas. Um, I think uh, whether you're in the city or on the outskirts, it's just such a a great place. I, this dating in in Dallas for me was so much fun. Um, going out, I don't have a lot to say about Houston because I say this all the time. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Houston. To me, Houston is like a bootleg Atlanta, and it's super um muggy and my hair always gets puffy um but I have had fun in Houston I just don't know enough to tell you like anything else though but I know that I love me some Dallas um I think it depends on like your overall goal like do you want to move to one of these cities and really plant roots there and be there for a long time I think if you want kids you want to have a family get married and all of that stuff I think Dallas is the better option but if you're trying to live your young single fun life I would say Houston I appreciate both cities for what they are I like Houston I find that it's um it's bigger one, which I like, um, and I think that traffic the traffic light. is much worse in Houston than it is in Dallas. Dallas has traffic, but it's really not that bad. Like living in D.C., living in Atlanta, visiting Houston on almost a monthly basis, Dallas is at the bottom on horrible traffic of all of those cities. In those other cities, it's horrible. Houston is a lot more spread out. and It depends on where you live. Um, definitely take the job that's paying more. If you can get that New York City salary in Texas, bitch, you're going to be a rich bitch. A very rich bitch. Girl. And that's really all you need okay, to be based so, off of. With, okay, with that that's what I would base like. it off of. But if you want to go and have fun, um, Houston, I just find Houston more fun. I think it's um, a bit more diverse. Um But I know that I am super biased in that because I have spent more time as an adult in Houston than I have in Dallas. When I go to Dallas, I'm typically hanging out with my family. Like if my friends invite me somewhere, I'll go and we can have a good time. But I don't explore Dallas on my own for real. I'll do that in Houston. Like I'll go to Houston. If my friends are there, my family's there, I'll see them. I'll hang out with them or without them. And I've always had a great time. Um, the men, I don't really know because I've not seriously dated anyone in either city. Um, mm. I feel like Texas in general, whichever city, Texas has some great men. And in either of those cities that you go to, dating, if you put yourself out there, is going to be so much fun. Yeah, it'll be different. I think, um, yeah, I think Dallas and Houston, they both have good options for dating. I think, I don't know. Like good restaurants. Yes, good restaurants. And you know what? I was talking to a friend and I was trying to figure out what is it that I like so much more about Houston? But you know what it is? And I figured it out this last time I was there. It reminds me more of Louisiana. Like it has more of a Louisiana what? influence, the food, just the culture of the city. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of that. And I think that's why I like it more. Dallas, mm-hmm. to me, what people think of Texas, I mean, people aren't, everybody's not riding down the street on a horse. Now you will see the cops on the horses. You will see people with their horses. That happens. That bless you. Um, 
And that'll happen in Houston too, but uh, I just, I like Houston better, but I think you need to go where the money is. It's a three hour drive or three and a half hours. It's nothing. 45 minute flight. It's going to be $30. Even when all the Corona stuff is over, you can go back and forth and have a good time. Um, I hope you make the best decision and I hope you're also signed up on Patreon because it sounds like you have a lot of disposable income. But good luck, okay. girl. I wonder so if she made her decision because that was from February. She probably did. Let us know what decision you made, girl. I'm curious to know. <clears throat> okay. So this next one says, hi there, in the subject line. Hey. Hey there, folks at Cocktails. I just feel like that's how he or she talks. Hey there, folks. This is Sam, a 26-year-old college guy from NYC. Found you guys on Spotify and saw some real awesome and frank content. So you gave me the courage to ask. Due to my religious beliefs, I do not and have not engaged in premarital activity with a partner. Hmm. Since that, I'm reserving, oh, since I'm reserving that for my spouse to be. Being the case, my self-consciousness about when the time will come and whether I'll be goofing around in bed and making a fool of myself and whether I have what it takes to please and and whether I have what it takes to please does occupy my mind quite a lot. I'm super self-conscious, particularly about my male organ (laughs) and its length. Being that I hear that's a sign of masculinity and was wondering if you'd care to let me know a one-time thing. If... Where's this going? If my member... Like his dick. And he put in parentheses a pic or vid I'd send would you be would be the best way to discern seems large enough to engage with and please someone what this is coming from someone who doesn't masturbate much and hasn't explored that area again due to my religious beliefs please let me know if that'll be okay it'll ease so much off my mind thanks let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Sam. I'm confused. If you send us a picture or a video of your dick, you might as well also send a cash app. So unless you plan on sending a cash app out, do not send us a picture of that little peen. So is the picture in the email? Let me go back and see. No, he was. he's asking to can us? he send it. To us to tell him if he is well equipped. No, no, please don't, because I don't want to fuck up your confidence. You're already a little, you know, unsure because you don't have experience there. That's fair. I get it. But you being a virgin and all that, I don't know, maybe watch some porn. I don't was he, I heard him say something about his religion. So is he saying that he wants to have sex anyway? Mm hmm. He he's saying since he doesn't engage in sexual activity, he wants to make sure that he has what it takes. 
There's an old phrase. <laughs> He's a little, Sam, you are a little creepy. There's an old saying. Oh, you're trying to show that dick. He probably got a big or he old might dick not, and he knows Because everybody it. doesn't. Maybe his mom told him it was big when he was little. I don't know. But um, it's, everybody doesn't like the same size. Like you and I, we like different sizes. You like really big dicks. I don't. I don't think you should worry so much about your size. Just make sure you know what to do with it. And if all else fails, eat her pussy right. So do some oral exercises. Get that tongue strengthened up. Watch some videos. Um listen to past episodes when girls talk about, you know, what made it good. Sometimes people talk about the big dicks, but a lot of times they just like the way the dick feels. They don't we don't know how big it is and everybody's idea of a big dick is different. I thought your idea, Medina, of a big dick was much smaller than it was until we did that episode with Poor Minds and you said that the dick was like that microphone. And I was like, that's really fucking big. That was the first time that had ever happened to me. Like, I normally, I'm not into the big old horse slinging dicks, but that was the first time I had a dick that size and I could actually handle it. I was proud of myself. Well, some of us are scared. Some of us being me. So if it's too big, if, I don't know. I wouldn't worry about that. So, wouldn't worry about your size so much. Make sure it's not ashy. Make sure that it's healthy. Um... And make sure it works. That's what's most important. And then just, mm-hmm. just you're going to, there's no one size fits all. Besides the size, just like how you have sex, every girl isn't going to like the same thing. So just don't get so caught mm-hmm. up on anything that anybody has to say except for the person that you're actually having sex with. And make sure that they're enjoying it and ask them. Right. And the girl, if she has experience um, or if she doesn't, just ask her what feels good and be open to it and don't let it fuck up your ego. Just really listen. I think that my best sex partners have always been the guys who were really attentive to what was going to make me feel good. And in turn, it made me want to like step it up to make sure they were feeling even better. And it became a fun competition because if we both trying to outplease each other, that's great sex to me. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing is to keep in mind that with sex is foreplay is a huge part of sex. And so if people feel like you're lacking down there with like your actual body parts, you some of my greatest sex is the before part. Like you got me so worked up and everything is so great. And you just set such a great tone that we really can't mess this up because your mind is yes, lock them in so, with the mind traits. Sam, you got Good luck these. to you. If you're like most of us, you're really busy, have a sedentary job, and haven't yet changed your exercise habits. Going to the gym is hard. You know I hate it. Making it routine is even harder. And finding a personalized workout that meets your fitness goals and helps you lose weight? Well, now it's easy thanks to OpenFit. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a new fitness streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. OpenFit offers 350 brand new live workouts every week. You can choose from bar and Pilates classes to cardio, strength training, yoga, even guided and walking and running sessions. All you need is your phone and a pair of earphones. Every Monday, OpenFit launches a new three-week live challenge, a different live workout every day for three weeks. You can even connect with your trainer and classmates using OpenFit's live chat tool. Why would you even try OpenFit? Well, aside from the reasons that I've already told you about, it's super affordable and accessible. Some 
places only sell classes as a package and often you can't make it to every class. OpenFit brings those classes to you anytime, anywhere. You also get what you put in. You can see results within the first 30 days. Are you trying to increase your energy, put a pep in your step and just feel better inside? Or do you actually want to lose weight and keep it off? You can lose up to 15 pounds in just 30 days the right way with OpenFit. OpenFit has changed the way I work out and texting my code cocktails to 505050. You can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 14-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 14-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text cocktails to 505050. You will get full access to OpenFit all the workouts, plus the nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text COCKTAILS, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S, to 505050. Standard message and data rates may apply. Hey guys, we finally have something for you. I know that you guys have heard us rant and rave about another herbal supplement that's really just for women. Now we have something for you and it's available at bluechew.com. It's a chewable male performance drug. Before anybody starts to feel uncomfortable and get embarrassed, we women totally get that men are going to have issues, sexual performance issues at some point. And we just want y'all to know it's okay. If you're trying to last longer, go a few extra rounds, really just be more confident every time it's time for sex, you just need to get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to a whole nother level. They have the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they're gonna work. And they're chewable, so not only do they work faster, but who really likes swallowing pills? You can take them anytime, day or night, full or empty stomach. It does not matter. Do you do you guys hear how easy this is? And it's way cheaper than the other two. So this is totally a no brainer. Basically, if you like sex, you'll like bluechew.com. Plus, you don't have to go to the doctor's office, which is another thing we all hate or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line, which at this point you can't even do. We're all locked up, quarantined and chilling. You might be with your wife, your girlfriend, somebody new. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But if you go to bluechew.com, the online physicians are able to prescribe you the chewable that's going to work best for you, whether it has the same active ingredient as Viagra or Cialis and they'll ship it directly to your door in discreet packaging. You don't have to leave the house. They're still shipping out and this is going to make the quarantine go by a little faster. Blue Chew's online physician consult is free and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. So listen, I know you may be a little hesitant. Here's a great deal for the guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code COCKTAILS. Just pay $5 ship. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code COCKTAILS. Your first order is free. You're only paying five bucks for shipping. Don't be shy. Head to bluechew.com. Okay, the next one. This one says, not my weed. You got it. Hey, y'all. I love the show. And hey, Soror Medina. Don't say my email name. I won't. Let's jump to it. Remember y'all talked about being nice, um, that someone, being so nice that someone takes your kindness for flirting. Y'all, I might got to cut my weed man off. Me and my boyfriend mm-hmm. clearly, or not clearly, I don't know why I said that. Me and my boyfriend recently relocated to a new city, so I've been trying to establish a weed man here. I found one, and I've copped several times, and I've always been friendly and alone. 
Um, because y'all know niggas slide extra for a cute girl by herself. Welps. Um, my weed man ruined our transactional relationship with a what you do in text. Ugh, why? Now, should I cut him off? Because my boyfriend won't be with the shits. Should I cut my weed, weed man off or casually bring up my boyfriend? A, sincerely, a bitch who needs an eighth. What do you think she should do? A bitch who needs what? An eighth. I, how does she sign it though? A bitch who needs what? An eighth. Okay, a bitch who needs an eighth. I think you, okay. First of all, when people do think, when they get out of line and and you're not the type of person where you're going to cheat on your boyfriend and you really don't want it to go anything past what he has done, you have to nip that shit in the bud when it happens. Because I don't know what you did or if you said anything to him back to the what you do in text. But you got to nip that shit in the bud because it can, this can go left real quick. First of all, if your boyfriend sees a text or something and you never mentioned it, you didn't tell your boyfriend. Now your boyfriend's going to be uneasy at the fact that you never even told him what happened. If you don't want to tell your boyfriend that he might be trying to holler, you got to let the weed man know, bro, I got a boyfriend and I'm faithful and I'm in love. I'm sorry if I made this weird. I still want to buy weed from you, but you can't be what you do. I'm only texting you about drugs. Or you do cut him off and you're like, I got to get a new weed man. And hopefully that's a lesson that he learns. I had a, I used to volunteer with Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And um, there was one of the people that worked in the office. He found my picture that, so you know, you take pictures with your littles and they put them around the office. I don't know if any of y'all have ever volunteered, but um, they put your pictures around the office of you and your littles, right? The man saw my picture, went to my file pulled up all my information, girl, called me and told me that what I just told y'all, I saw your picture on the wall and I got your information and called you. First of all, that is terrifying. That's a little bit more extreme than your weed man saying what you're doing, but I had to nip it in the bud and that man got fired because you can't do that. So if you really not with the shits, you got to let that man You absolutely do. And he's going to continue to try it. I think a I don't buy weed. Every time I've had it, somebody else bought it. <laughs> so I don't really know how that goes. But from my girlfriends, it seems to be a common thing that the weed man is always trying to holler. And that's not what you want. You don't want the man on the street selling the drugs. You don't. Let that go. And you don't have to nip that in that the bud. I, to me, stuff like that is scary. You know where I live. Like, to me, that's just this. I don't, there are certain times where you don't need to holler at people. Like, that's like an Uber driver trying to holler at you. When Uber drivers have, ho- have hollered at me, I'm very, I'm nervous. You know where I live. You know where I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah, you like, know I'm by myself right now. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. That does make yeah. me nervous. The so Uber drivers do that a lot. A lot. Have you ever been in an Uber and then they ask you what you do for a living and then they try to slide you like their mixtape or something? I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. And to anybody listening, if you're the weed man, stop it. Stop doing that. We don't like it. We don't respect it. it. We don't honor it. We don't want no parts of that. Like, cut it out ASAP. 
Another thing that I want to tell a bitch that just needs an eighth. I also <laughs> think, like, if you really do love your boyfriend, and I always be saying cheat on these niggas, but it seems like you really love him because you really don't want to talk to the weed man. I think you should also tell your boyfriend and be like, babe, don't try to go off. And if you do want us to get a new weed man, then we can do that, which probably Corona season wouldn't be the best time to try to switch up your weed man. Maybe do it after the virus has passed. But definitely, I feel like you should tell your boyfriend. He didn't holler at me, but he sent me a text message. I just want you to know. Okay, moving on. I'm trying to pop off another nail. Okay, this one says, <laughs> you really popping them off. Let us see your hands, Kiki. I have one pinky nail left, like I do coke. Your little hands. <laughs> okay. Hey, Kiki and Medina. I am emailing you hey, guys girl. for advice about a long-distance relationship. I am 31 years old in the medical field, and I am in love with a guy who lives four or five hours away. Oh, girl, I'm so, I'm sad for you already. We talk and text every day, but a bitch is fucking horny as fuck. I want to spice it up and do some videos, you know, some video chats, etc. I heard about an app that is connected to a vibrator. I need help before I get some terrible hometown sex and be a cheater. Please give me some tips and tricks. Please. My vagina is dying for dick. Thanks, y'all. Love y'all dearly. I love video sex. Well, girl. I love I would say some good tips. Um, I've not used the vibrator that connects to your phone, but there's so many that will. They connect to music. I've heard about things that connect to your voice, mm-hmm. all sorts of really cool things. Technology is crazy. Um, I would say, you know, just you can set it up like a date. Like, okay, this time or whatever um, that you decide that you're actually going to FaceTime or whatever the case might be. But then also like throughout the day, whatever day y'all are going to do it, if it's not going to be spontaneous and it's planned like a date. Text him stuff throughout the day. Send pictures throughout the day. Maybe throughout the day you can like disrobe a little bit more and more to kind of lead up Mm. to it. Talk about the things that you want to do. And then when you actually get on the phone, um, it's really up to you what you do. But I personally like when I say what I wish he was doing to me in that moment. And then kind of hand it off to him. And then he can tell me like, oh, I would do this. I would do that. Whatever it is. And then lots of moans, lots of sexy sounds, lots of noises. Show him what you're doing with your body, whatever body part you pick. If This is a great time to introduce a toy. If you've never used a toy in real life with this person, show him what you do with the toy. Show him what you want him to do. This is also a good time if... um Maybe there's some things that you want him to try and it makes you nervous because if things get weird, you can always hang up and see your phone die. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> I think, um, so I never really used to do the video sex thing until one recent guy who was also the guy with the big dick. Um You there still? Somebody called. Um, I 
I did the vi- I started doing video sex with one particular guy and I literally started to get addicted to it. The way that it has always always started with me though is that like maybe we're both at he's at his place and this was long distance. He lived in a different state. And um one night I called him and we were just like both chilling. I I was like I'll be right back, baby. And I went to the bathroom and I put some sexy lingerie on and I kind of snuck back in the camera and he was like Oh, it was like, it was kind of a surprise for him because we had never done that before. So then like I came into the camera and I even told him, I was like, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't be doing this. I be feeling like I'm a Beyonce in it. But he told me what he wanted me to do. Y'all know I love being told what to do. And so, yeah, he was like, lift up your lingerie. He was like, turn over, bend it around, spread it open. Let me see the inside. And then he's like, get your toy, get your toy, and let me tell you what to do. It was the sexiest thing. So I like the surprise mm-hmm. route. Like, maybe y'all are on the phone. You see y'all aren't doing anything. No one else is there. And then yeah, that's a good surprise one. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting ideas for later. And video sex <laughs> is so good, especially when you start talking. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. I really enjoy it. Maybe I'll do it tonight. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I hope we didn't read this one, but it's not deleted. So just stop me if we have. Okay. Hi. You can call me James. I'm guessing this is a fake name. I used to work night shifts. And when there was nothing to do, I used to listen to uh, podcasts. And that's how I found y'all's. I listened to your podcast so I can um, somehow get more of a feminine point of view on relationship related kind of stuff. I broke up with a girl that slept with one of my friends and my family decided to send me on to therapy to help me with my emotions. I am a man, 24, not too ugly. Well, damn. And not too handsome. And my therapist is 28 and beautiful. Oh, Lord. I told her three months in that I find her beautiful. Yeah. Um, I told her three months in that I find her beautiful, and she told me that she finds me handsome, too. We sure have developed a bond between us, but she cannot put her career in danger in the name of love. There's some sexual tension between us, and she keeps looking at me with desire and biting her bottom lips. What should I do? Continue to let the energy grow or stop it? Thank you both for your time and for the insight that I really need. You go first. I okay. Look, I'm all about. I love having sexual tension with someone I can never really be with. I think it's super dope. But like, that's your whole therapist, bro. Now I'm wondering, like, is she even like doing serving her purpose, or are you just excited to go see the therapist? You're in therapy for a reason. Like, I personally think you you have to find a new therapist if you're gonna try to explore something with her. Like, this is not a Zane novel. That bitch will lose her job. And, and then she's going to be mad at you. So I would say maybe find a new therapist and then see if y'all can, you know, do some things, which I still don't think would happen. But the fact that she already told you th- she thinks you're attractive, in my mind, I'm like, she don't want to risk her career, but you already risking it. Um, I-, I think you should get a new therapist. If I was younger, I'd probably say, oh, y'all could have great therapy sex on the couch. What you think, Kiki? I was trying to find my nail clipper because this nail is broken. Okay. So I, you're saying there's sexual tension. And the first thing that came to my mind was, are you sure it's sexual tension or do you just have sexual tension? I think that 
because of the way that therapy mm. works, this person has to get to know you. They're going to be open to the things that you say. They're going to treat you with care and respect. And I think it it's really easy to get those things confused, those lines confused. And you might think that she's into you. She can tell, I can tell a man that he's handsome. It doesn't mean I want to fuck him or that I want anything more than whatever our initial connection is about. For you guys, it's therapy. So just because the woman told you you were handsome, she could have also picked up that you don't have the highest self-esteem and she was trying to encourage you. I wouldn't blur those lines. I wouldn't pursue anything with the therapist. Mm. I would leave it alone. And even if, you did get a new therapist like Medina suggested suggested, and then you tried to see what would happen between you guys. Think about this. She kind of has a one-up on you and it would be easy for her to manipulate you. Not that she's trying to, but that could happen because you've been pouring your heart out in therapy. There's a movie on Netflix, I think it is, called, I want to say it's called Gypsy or something like that. But basically, the therapist is like giving therapy to these people, but she intervenes in their lives. And so she gets all these details. They tell her all kind of stuff about who they are, what they want, everything that you would say in therapy. And then she takes it upon herself to like do other things to manipulate situations in life. So if this was the movie, the therapist might listen to all the things that you say about these different women and just your love life and everything, and then try to present herself as this perfect person to have an affair with you. There's just so much that can go on. I don't think it's a good idea at all to pursue anything with her. I think you need to leave it alone. And I think you need to go to therapy for what your family done sent you to therapy for, which is to get over their last situation. And then try and find a new person. Right, and therapy is or be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with insurance. Like mm-hmm. even with insurance, don't waste that 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 time. You trying to flirt like, and shit. Get therapy yes, for what exactly. you're supposed to be getting for. Right. That's all I gotta say on it. And that's it. Okay. This one says, My boyfriend thinks I'm too horny. <laughs> Hey, ladies. I love you guys, but I'm going to get right into my question. So my boyfriend and I have only been together for a few months now, but I believe he thinks I'm too horny. Now, I do have a very high sex drive, and I want it all the time. Sex with him is just so good. He's constantly making jokes, saying things like, you don't love me. You just want the D, baby. I know he's joking when he says it, but I kind of feel like if you're constantly making the same joke, there must be some true feelings behind it. What should I do? I don't want to be like the nigga that all the girls know, the one that always trying to fuck every two seconds. It's so annoying. My question is, how do I control myself so it doesn't become overwhelming or irritating to him? Thank you so much, ladies. Um... Would say I think that's so cute. First of all, this is adorable. Um, I I don't think you're. I personally don't think that he. If you were, if he didn't want to have sex with you, like I don't think he would. Like he might really be just joking. But um, if you do feel like you need to have sex all the time, one thing you can do is purchase a toy, or you can not try to come on to him and have sex as much as you want to like every two seconds and kind of let him start it 
And then he's either going to comment on like, hey, baby, like maybe y'all will have a conversation about it. Like, hey, why haven't you been wanting to have sex anymore? And then you could be like, oh, well, babe, I thought you thought I was doing too much. And I'm, I, he probably doesn't think that. But like I said, get a toy and go to work. Yes, I always think it's a good idea to use a toy. If you think nobody wants to be the person who's like doing too much in any aspect, right? But I don't think that he's going to. She says she thinks he's turned off by her having wanting too much sex or she is just like an internal thing. She thinks he's annoyed. She thinks he's annoyed. He never said it. He just made a joke like, dang, all you want is the, you don't really love me. You just want the D. I don't really he think he's does. probably does. It's probably just like uh, he's trying to make a joke with you. But if he is annoyed that it's like that, maybe you need to look at what else you're needing him for or what else you're hitting him up about. Like maybe he feels like you have a ton of energy going into you guys having sex. But as far as like checking on him to see how he's doing throughout the day, to see if he's happy, are you encouraging his mm. goals? Are you encouraging anything else in his life? Maybe he just feels, maybe he made the joke because he felt like other areas are lacking, but the sex life is the main thing. And you don't ever want to make somebody feel like all you want from them is sex because we hear letters all the time. And I'm sure from our own experiences or friends' experiences. You know what it's like when you're dealing with somebody who obviously wants to have sex, but you don't know what else they really want. So just make sure that that's not all that you think mm-hmm. about. And if he don't want to have sex that much, maybe get him a blue chew. Maybe um, masturbate more. Spend some time alone having doing that to get your mind off of it and maybe find a hobby for yourself too maybe you are asking for a lot of sex I don't really think that that would be an issue but it could be and maybe it's maybe he's saying that because it's more about him again it could be more about him maybe he feels like I can't go rounds and rounds and rounds and you want to have multiple rounds every time and I just I don't have it like that and you're coming at me like a, a rabbit and I'm more of a tortoise So consider that. I would say masturbate more. Make sure that the other areas of your relationship are good. And reverse psychology can be a good thing. You could just maybe stop asking for sex altogether and turn it up in the other areas and then just see what happens and let him come on to you. And if he doesn't, well, then um, those are all the things that we can tell you to do other than cheat. And then that's what you have to do. Although we're not condoning that. We're just saying, you know, try other things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me do one more. Um, um, Jealous or in love friend recap. Did I read this? Stop me if I did. Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm glad y'all read my letter. Sorry, Kiki. I thought. Mm -hmm. An update. She sent us an update. It says message. Oh, this is the update. update. Okay. Okay. I'm glad y'all read my letter. Sorry, Kiki. I thought the other girl was you. My apologize. My apologies. So we're both in our mid thirties. The other girl. Am I the other girl? <laughs> so we're both in our mid thirties. I don't cry over him at all. The disrespectful thing he did was answer my phone for another bitch. Oh. After we fucked and we were in his bed together. Not only did he answer the phone, but he proceeded to have a full blown conversation with her. 
I got up and left his house, and I still felt like it was disrespectful. He's never put his hands on me, like ever. A few days before he answered the phone, he told me he loved me for the first time and suggested we make love. Oh, please. Which Sorry. Which is why I felt like him answering the phone was super disrespectful. I took a step back from telling him about, from telling people about him because it's just a fuck ship. Ooh, that's a new one. Um, when I do, when I do that, she says I'm being distant and alienating. I try to be open and honest, but when it comes to me and men, we always bump heads. She almost never likes who I deal with, with the exception of one person. My best friend says she's not into girls. Um, she's never even shown interest in a girl in the 15 years we've been friends. I don't know what to do, y'all. Oh, and I read the original letter. She would, and if I read her the original letter, she would flip a lid that I went to outsiders for advice. Well, okay. Guess you can't read the letter to her. I forget what all happened in the first email. Sorry. Um, there's been so many. I don't even know when we read this sometime this month, um, or last month, but. <laughs> Um, I, well, here's, I'm confused a little bit only because, like, I wonder what was the, like, did he pick up the phone? Are you just feeling disrespected because he picked up the phone and it was a girl? Because I'm curious to know, like, what was the conversation? Was he like, hey, baby, what's up? And you didn't know he was talking of dating other people? Is it that situation? Or are you just mad that he got on the phone right after y'all had sex? Because... I honestly, I wouldn't have just got up and left. I would have waited to hear the conversation. Like, what's going on? So I can know if I should be mad yeah. or not. Like, what if it was I don't know. From the vibe I got from the like, email so is that this person is upset because the dude answered the phone and they just wanted to cuddle and have their alone time. And it's just like... That's I don't... It seems like, so it's like... <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. I feel like it's a bit of an... I could totally see you being annoyed. Mm -hmm. Wait, say that again. I couldn't hear you. If it was a situation where like you, he picked up the phone and you knew... uh, I I was saying, if it was a situation where you're like, no, I wasn't overreacting. I just didn't tell you all the story and he was talking to like a, a bitch that he's dating... Okay, well then, I, you. I hope you left and then just didn't ever go back. Cause that type of disrespect, I don't feel like that ever goes away. Cause you don't have to. You don't. You never have to teach somebody. Hey, right after we fuck, please don't get on the phone with another girl that you're fucking. You. That's not anything you have. You should have to say to someone. So in my mind, if you did that and I'm still at your house and I'm still in your bed and you're caking on the phone <laughs> with another woman, if that is what happened, I'm leaving and we won't be talking ever again. So to me, this that. sounds like too much confusion. It's too much of a headache. I don't remember the first letter. Sorry to you, girl. Or sorry. You said you're a man. I don't even remember what you said. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, no. The other one said it was a man. Um, I'm sorry that this happened to you. But I would say cut your losses. Because at this point, it sounds like you're going to have to teach him too much about what you like. And he should know that already if you've already been mm-hmm. fucking too much sis. let it go there's somebody else who can fuck you right now is the perfect time to be swiping on these apps reconnecting with people who you let go prematurely who didn't even do shit wrong try to shoot your shot 
and try and see what can happen from that. And then whenever we can go outside again, meet some new people until then swipe on these apps, do whatever else you can. Don't invite anyone into your home because you don't know where they've been or what they're doing, if they clean or not. But this situation, I think you just need to, you call it a fuck ship. Dead it. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a long like trilogy threats. of bullshit. Then you're not gonna be able to talk to anybody about it because be your friends gonna be tired of it. You're gonna realize and you're not gonna want to fuck up your friendships because you recognize those will last always. Unlike these niggas, cut yeah, it out. And stops, um, I hope you can send us a cocktail with a new man within the next uh twelve months if we can go outside again. Those were all the advice, so almost all. Um, you have an OG cocktail, perhaps. But first, let's hear from Indecisive Uh-oh. Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's- do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Okay, Diane. Hey, girl. How you doing during the Rona season, girl? Hey, ladies. It's me, Indecisive Diane. I've been drinking my tea. I got my Purell. I got my Dial soap. I'm keeping it real clean here. So I haven't really been going on any dates. But here's the advice that I have for some of you ladies and you young men. I think you should get on the dating apps, exercise your thumbs, swipe a little bit, go on some different virtual dates. It's clean, it's safe, you can't really get your heart broken, and you can have a glass of wine, maybe some have some tequila with someone you met online, and you just set up your phone, have a little FaceTime. I did it in the morning, and it was so much fun. Um, You ladies, try that. I hope you're staying strong in the struggle, and I hope you're washing your hands. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. Okay, so now it is time for the cocktails. Wait, hold on. Let me let the water stop running. What are you eating besides the chicken wings? Oh, it's fine. She's about to get some more chicken. Go ahead. Finish. It's okay. Medina finished her segment, but you can go ahead. She's getting some more food. She's eating some vegan chicken wings and trying to tell me that they're good. Are they Gardein? Mm-mm, they're like the brand. Oh, is I like field that roast. brand. I get their breakfast sausages, field roast. Mm-hmm. That's what they make it out of. They oh, make it out of the apple, the apple breakfast sausage, and they bread it. Oh, I, it I get sauce. that's the exact breakfast sausage that I get. Now that one's not bad. I don't mind if it's sausage because sausage mm-hmm. has a funny texture anyway. But like chicken wings, I need my chicken to tear like mm-hmm. Chick Fil A. Not nothing else. Okay. So anyway, you guys, okay, it's almost the end of the show. It is time for um cocktails. So if you have a cocktail, make sure you send it in to us. Cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. 
Um, I'll tell an old cocktail because I tried to do a video telling it to put on Patreon, but I didn't do a good job. I was high. I had some edibles. It wasn't working out. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I tried to tell it with the episode that didn't sound good. But I, I think I told the one that was, um, which one did I tell? Did I tell the threesome story or did I tell the quarantine? You didn't tell the quarantine. Okay, I'll tell that one. Okay. So, recently I decided, uh, I hear what y'all are saying, but I needed some dick. And I was like, if I'm going to be stuck in the house for a while, I'm about to get some. So, I go over to my quarantine's house. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been in the house, so I felt somewhat safe. He's a very clean, a neat freak all the time. Like, this is nothing new. So when I went over there, I was a little confused because when I got to the door, he sprayed me with Lysol. Like, he has, like, a door, and there's, like, a, what's it called? A screen door in front. So he opens the door, seeing through the screen door. I'm looking at a bumblebee that I'm scared of, and he was like, it's fine, you can come in. And I didn't even notice him spraying, but he was spraying Lysol spray. But I'm looking at the bee. So anyway, um, he was on FaceTime with one of his friends. So the friend, we had actually, the three of us had been on the phone the day before. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But we were on the phone the day before, and the friend is like, oh, don't be offended. I hope you're not offended. He does that to everybody. I had to stop by the other day and pick something up, and he sprayed me down before I come in the house. And so I was like, okay. So, okay, fast forward. So I go inside. We're sitting there hanging out. He's like, you want to drink? You want to smoke? You want a snack? I said, yes. <laughs> I want it all. Such a good host. Right? And he had all the drinks because he don't even drink, so it's just stocked up. I feel like niggas who don't drink always have the best selection of liquor. Like they literally have everything. And football players. Who said it was a football player? (laughs) Well, okay. Now you know. So anyway. (laughs) And football players never drink. Yes, they do. I dated one that was an alcoholic. (laughs) Anyway, that's beside the point. Okay. So um, we go to the kitchen. I'm sitting at the bar and he's like pouring me shots and stuff. And we're talking. I text Dre because Dre was at my house. She was like, well, I'll just leave. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, bitch, I might be back soon. I'm not staying over here for an extended amount of time. He's saying some crazy shit. So she's like, what's going on? He told me the earth is flat. Space is not real. The number one of the top contributors of funding for NASA has been Walt Disney. Walt Disney is dead, but okay. Um, and I was like, so we're having this crazy conversation. I really thought I wasn't going to get any dick, and I was very upset because I was very excited about it. I uh, we talked about it. I was very excited. I couldn't wait. Um, I was like, damn, I had good sex last week. I'm about to get some good sex today. Life is going well. So he's telling me all this stuff about how the Earth is flat. The the moon, people going to the moon is fake. The government's going to kill him tomorrow and all this other stuff. But I still went and got me some of that uh, special needs sex, okay? So when it was all said and done, I had had enough. He was like, well, let me just go ahead and turn the sauna on. Um, They probably going to kill me tomorrow so we can have a good time today. And I said, who's going to kill you tomorrow? He's talking about the government. And I was like, are you kidding me? But whatever. Okay. So he has a sauna in this place. So we go downstairs. We go to the sauna. So we're in there. This shit was hot as fuck. It's been a long time since I was uh, naked. naked with a towel. 
Now, I thought I would have sex in the sauna. It would be steamy, nasty, sweaty sex, right? You might die. That too. So, Drea was like, "Uh, you don't want to have sex in there. You probably pass out, blah, blah, blah. So, we're in there. We're still talking about space and stuff. And um, I needed to tell you guys this because there's a giveaway sponsored by him. He said if anybody, if any of y'all can put him on the line with an astronaut, he will cash up you $300. Um, so if anybody knows an astronaut or is an astronaut, let us know. We'll put you on the line and he'll send the money. He's good for it. So anyway, we were talking about that. So I tried to get on live. He was like, get on live and ask them. So I get on there. Then the people, all of the Corona people are like, Fussing at me, like where are you? What gym is open? First of all, I'm not at a gym. My quarantine house, but y'all need to know that my phone overheated. It was over, but it was right on time because then he started massaging my feet. Now you know, I don't really like that because sometimes my feet be a little rough. Now I made sure I lotioned them up really good because I know that he's into feet. But right now, bitch, I need a pedicure. My feet feel like bricks. So I don't know how this is going to work out. So anyway, he's massaging my feet. I'm getting too hot. We get out. So he usually when I go to his house, I take a nice luxurious bubble bath, but we need to take a shower. So we get in the shower. Mm, Mm. So we get in the shower and it was just me in there. And I was like, well, is he not going to come in the shower? Because earlier he made a comment like, we're going to do this, this, and this. And we might fuck, we might not. Excuse me? You think I came over here not to have sex? That's the whole point. I'm going to entertain the conversation and everything else going on. But I came over here for some dick. And if I have to leave home empty pussied, I'm going to be pissed. I wasn't. So, um, we're in the shower. We're like cleaning each other off and everything at this point it's just really is we not cleaning shit then we start having sex in the shower and that's when things started heating up so i was enjoying it now i was a little nervous because i had told him ahead of time like i wanted to come over the other day and the reason i didn't call you because my period started and i feel like you a neat freak so you're not gonna i didn't think you would be into that and i wasn't even gonna try because i didn't want to be embarrassed he brushes his teeth in the shower so when he got in the shower, he had a toothbrush in his mouth, right? He puts the toothbrush down on the seat. It's like mm-hmm. seats in there. It's a very big shower. Um, and he sits down. So I'm like on top of him kissing him and everything. He pulls the tampon out and sits it down. I thought my tampon was going to sit on his toothbrush and that was going to fuck it all up. So I put my little hand up like, eh, never <laughs> put it to the side. So anyway, so we have sex in the shower. And then we get out and I was like, oh, I hope that wasn't it because I wasn't really done. He had just gotten out of the shower to lay some towels down on the bed. Now, usually my niggas be real nasty, so they don't even do that. And I was already kind of nervous because I'm like, okay, even if you put the towels down, all your towels are white. You're going to have to throw this away. I don't know what he did with those towels, but I know what he did to me. And it was amazing. So we went to the bedroom. We had sex there. He didn't eat my pussy, but I wasn't going to make him do it because it was bloody. It wasn't that bloody. It wasn't too bad. And I don't even I want y'all to actually forget that I said this is a period sex story because I know how y'all feel about it. But it was just so good. Like, I swear, I probably came like three times. And it was just like a lot. And then after that, and then I had smoked a little bit in the sauna. I had a bit of an edible. In the sauna? I had two shots. And I, mm-hmm. he was like, if you smoke in the sauna, it's kind of like hot boxing, like it'll hit a little different. 
we were, and I had a good time. And then I went back home, and I was just like, this is great. But I had a great massage. I had a great shower. I had great sex. It was a wonderful time. Hopefully, we can do it again one day. And that's it. That's my cocktail. What's your quarantine cocktail? Well, I am going... I don't have a quarantine cocktail, but this is a cocktail that happened before before the quarantine. So... Okay. I was on... This was freshly when I had re-downloaded all the dating apps and was having so much fun swiping through. Lately, they've been a little slow. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been having too many matches. Mm. But I accidentally swiped right on this guy and I I didn't mean to like I accidentally did it and went through his pictures and he messaged me like quickly and like we were having like conversation I was like oh cool you know it's really rare that people start having conversations on apps quickly like sometimes it just falls off but he started texting me and he asked for my phone number and I didn't give it to him so he um called me through the bumble app you know you can I did not know you could do that first of all and he, you I told was like me laying that. down. I didn't know either. And yeah, he, my phone started this weird little ring and it was the bumble symbol. And I picked it up. I was like, hello. And he was like, hey, what's up? It's, I can't remember his name. We'll just say Marcus. He was like, what's up? It's Marcus from Bumble. And I was like, hey. He was like, yeah, you didn't give me your number. So I, fig- I figured I'd just like, you know, take the lead and, and call you. He was like, what, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, it was a night where we had to go record. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be heading to the studio to go record in a little bit. And he asked me what I was recording, told him about cocktails. He was like, oh, that's cool. So we he hits me up the next day. And we were kind of, oh, no, he asked me. He was like, so um, what do you think about my profile? Because I think I have a really good uh a really good online dating profile. And I was like, huh. He was like really talking himself up. And I'm sitting here like, he, he was like, I mean, obviously you swiped right. And I said, well, Marcus, I got to be honest with you. I accidentally swiped right. You're not really my type. <laughs> and he goes, excuse me? And I said, here's the deal. I was like, <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? He said, I have like a, like a, a, a really good profile. I feel like I'm to the point. I'm, I let my personality shine through my pictures and I'm not like, you know, confusing anybody. I said, well, here's the deal, Marcus. You are confusing people because I'm going through your pictures and yeah, you look cute. You're cute. But then I get to one picture and you got braids. You got just straight back braids. So was that's he in very jail? confusing. I'm like, I was like, I was totally turned off. No, no, he was out like at a museum, but I don't like braids. I don't Me like either. I don't really like long hair. We're the same. I'm not every now and again I fall for somebody with dreads. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm really not with like the braids. I just don't like them. And so he was like I said he said so he was confusing about that. I said what's confusing about it is no, you only have one picture in there with your braids. I don't like braids. So when I saw that, I meant to swipe left and I accidentally swiped right because I had just been doing too much swiping. And he was like, oh, no. Well, he was like, I got a lot of hair. And it's pre- you could just tell he was the type of man where his the women in his family have told him because he has long hair, it's gorgeous and he looks good. So then he proceeds to send me a picture. And I was like, he was like, you never responded. Of his I was like, hair? Sometimes no response is a response. And he was yeah, him laying down on the bed like in like a sexual pose. with his- It was so weird, Kiki. So then the next day comes, this was back in the day when we all used to be able to leave and go to work. So I was at work and he hits me up like, hey, do you want to go have some cocktails tonight? I was like, sure, 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 we can do that. And he's like, what time would be good for you? I was like, we can go around like seven. 
So he hits me up. He starts calling me. When I get home, I change my mind. And I don't want to go no more because he was annoying. So I don't want to go anymore. And I feel really bad because I also feel like I'm not going to tell him that I'm not going to come. But he, we hadn't, we hadn't picked a place yet. So it's not like, to me, a stand up is like, you get there and you're waiting on me. And I said I was coming and I did. Yeah. So he texted me. He was like, he ended up um, texting me like, let's go here. And I just didn't respond. So he still went to the place. And then he sent me a picture of a empty cup and he was sitting at the bar and he goes, yeah, it sure is fun having drinks by myself. And I sent him a message. I had finally responded. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you, you went. He was like, well, we said we were going to go. He's like, I don't understand why you wouldn't come. And then I didn't respond. And he goes, let me ask you something. What would you tell your listeners if they did something like this? <laughs> And I said, well, I would tell my listeners that if you, they should have told, I should have told you from the jump, I wasn't interested and I never planned on coming to meet you for drinks. And then he, and then he was like, wow. And I was just like, that's just the truth. I really don't. I'm not attracted to you and I don't want to get to know you. That was the first time I was ever just like blunt. How did really you honest. feel? Like, I'm so sorry that I After had to you, up, Oh, nothing. I didn't feel nothing. He sounds he like it. I was getting annoyed, but I like, was like, like, I don't know if it's just, just me nigga. or what. Yeah. Don't be like that nigga, y'all. Anybody who's listening to this, don't be like him. That's annoying. You could have had a fun time with a fun girl, and instead you chose to be annoying. But you ruined it. And you already got through with the accidental pass. Right? But I digress. Whatever. Anyways. Well, I can't wait to see how this episode turns out. Our first virtual record from home. I know, right? This is so weird. It's different. But I kind of like it. Um, It's nice to know that we can do this should anything happen in the future. And I hope you feel better. I know how that can be. You're welcome. I'm going to pop some pills as soon as we end. What you taking? (laughs) I'd be sounding like a cracking. <laughs> I'm convinced that if I was a suburban white mom, I would definitely be taking Xanax every day. Oh, I definitely. I don't think I take it every day, but on I, the weekends, I would. If it was quarantine every day when the kids are home, I talked to my sister and it was just so much noise. I was just like, I have to hang up. She hung up first. She was like, it's too much noise. I don't know what's wrong with my kids. They're all crazy. I got to go, y'all. This is too much. Bye. That would be me. But, you know, by the grace of God, I don't have no kids. And here we are. We can record here. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please, please subscribe to Patreon. We're going to continue to put up bonus content. Don't hold us to a schedule. But we've been recording a lot during this time. Um, The latest video is Medina with her friend Cola. I just watched it this morning. We were talking all the shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a good time. Um, but yeah, there's going to be more videos like that and more fun stuff to come. We're going to work on some more ideas. We made a goal that we would get a hundred patrons and now we've met that goal. We just got to be able to get outside of the house because we said we were going to try and like step it up once we get there. I didn't think it would get there that quick, but here we are. So I'm excited about it. Um, sign up patreon.com slash cocktails. Thank you, you guys. Um, make sure that you continue to listen to us. Share it with your friends. If you haven't left us a rating and review on iTunes, if it's a good review, please leave it. If not, shove it up your ass. And um, 
y'all also if you ever have any topic ideas episode ideas for mm-hmm. us, let us and know. the patreons so you know. the patrons get good. first dibs so if you're on there send a message leave a comment something let us know what you want to do because i'll be honest i'm personally having a hard time coming up with topics because ain't shit happening and i don't want to talk about the quarantine all the time we can't do episodes like this all the time send us some stuff what do y'all want to hear from us i know we've talked about things in the past maybe we can revisit some things see if anything has changed or just talk more of the same whatever it is send it to us also if you're interested in advertising if you want a podcast shout out if shout out shout out if you want um any sort of advertising or whatever let us know this is the time if you have a digital business for you to really like put yourself out there and see what people can order if you're still shipping shit out let us know and we'll send you our uh, media kit let us know um and then one day maybe we can go outside again and we can get back to the live show quarantine season and a lot of people aren't working yeah, um, just because a lot of people aren't working and we still want to look out for y'all, we'll, we will work with you. So don't, you know, let us help you. Let let us help you with your business for cheap. I don't know what she okay. said, but whatever <laughs> she said, hopefully I agree. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, remember to follow us uh, again, patreon.com slash cocktails. And then follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. We're Cocktails ATL on Twitter. And then um, follow me at Kiki Says So on Instagram and Twitter. Medina. And I'm at Coffee Bean. And Medina underscore Monroe on Twitter. She tweets sometimes, you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see y'all next week. Send in more advice letters, more cocktails, more everything, because we not fucking, but we know y'all are. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Wait on the track.